It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number everything of Jobbing Out. As in, we have everything to discuss. Do you guys, um, you remember the uh, the Bo Burnham special? What was that called? Uh, uh, Inside, was that the one during the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah, you remember the line in the song where he's like, the internet song where he's like, can I interest you in everything all of the time? That's how I feel about professional wrestling this week. Literally everything at all times occurring this week. Uh, and I have maybe the least time I've ever had to talk about it, so that's good. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Um, I, I, holy F. The, so, hang on. This is the ultimate spin zone question. Is the bigger spin... That, hey, for what it's worth, in a week where WWE had massive shows, everybody's talking about AEW, or is the bigger spin zone, uh, WWE made a horrible, horrendous, ungodly, unthinkable booking decision, and nobody's talking about it. That, that's kind of what I, I, I think it's that. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, was, I was actually going to start out with a number that was like 18, because... That was the amount of time we had to talk about, hmm, what was the more interesting booking decision before everything went to hell? 18 minutes. Jesus Christ, what a week. Um, all right, so AEW was a good idea. It'll be missed. <laughs> for, for what it's worth, they had a good show Wednesday. Uh, I, I didn't even think it was that under, good. Under, under the circumstances, yeah. it was what it needed to be uh, i thought they handled they handled it on wednesday the only way that you should okay i'm i'm gonna it, i let's let's take that a step back if what by what by that you mean they handled it by stripping everybody of their titles like uh, and, and deleted them from existence uh, for now okay i don't i don't know if that's what you should do because i still don't really know exactly what occurred right it appears right. as though it was obviously bad enough that they had to do this, to your point, Brandon. But in the circumstances, was it a good show? I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I thought the John Moxley promo was embarrassing. I mean, I thought that was – there was one line in there that was so bad about, like, what AEW can't – we're going to show you about how we can get all the dark forces out of professional wrestling. Yo, Chief, you are the dark forces in professional <laughs> wrestling. What in the bloody f are you talking about? Have uh, do, do you not have the internet? Like you're the entirety of the somehow in the last two months you've become all of the dark forces in professional wrestling. Um, the beacon is the other place all of a sudden, which is a really weird bit. And I'm not you know this is not a rooting thing, but it was it was such an embarrassing line and within an embarrassing. John Cena promo that you had John Moxley cut. It the funny thing is you say it's a John Cena promo. What that was or what it was trying to be. That was a CM Punk promo. No, 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 no. 
It's an Undertaker promo. It is, I am the soul of AEW right now. I'm going to be but that's, the, the... that's that was that's a John Cena promo. That's a that is whoever so I, it is. I took it as he was trying to be the CM Punk now. Yeah, well, it's because, it's it's the rock uh, to taking uh, you you took your ball and went home. Like it's yes, it's any of those yeah. promos. It's any the person that you send out in turmoil to say, stop thinking about those other things because I'm here, right? Yeah. John Moxley is not that guy. And every time we've tried this over the years, we keep talking about how bad it is. And I think because, again, people are desperate to find something good about AEW, people want to say, well, that was a great... No, that promo sucked. That promo was embarrassing. That, And again, it couldn't get more embarrassing than the Dark Forces line. Like That was the oh, one yeah. of the, the worst lines line I've ever heard in the history of a promo. But the whole thing was embarrassing for John Moxley to be the cheerleader that sent out there, hey guys, giddy up, let's rally on board. I'll do my best Kevin Millar impression. God, it sucked. It was... It, I. This is what happens when you're in shambles, is nothing makes any sense. And I did not, I'm going to disagree, I didn't think it was a good show. I think the tournament is, it, it lacks interest. They are just putting the same dudes right back into the mix. There's nothing intriguing about it to say, well, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara get to be a part of it. When you've buried Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara has been the most, it's been the weirdest part of the show. There's nobody on the rise that you threw into the tournament that makes it make sense or makes it interesting. It's just the same crap over and over again. I, this, to me, was of, of any moment where I thought AEW fully became WCW, this was the week where I felt AEW fully became WCW. Yeah, there I mean, was a funny meme going around that was like, what was the picture of somebody like driving? Oh, who? What, God. It was like two pictures of someone driving, and the person was driving super cool, like, wow, this reminds me of WCW, and it said AEW in 2019. And then it had the guy, like, I think it was Groundhog Day, like, he's, like, wrecking the car, and it right. said, oh, my God, it's WCW 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the problem with the tournament is, like, we know whatever it is, it is a possibly two-minute placeholder for MJF. Like, that's what it kind of comes down to, is that MJF is the champion coming out of all of this, and we're just trying to figure out a way to not have it be MJF be the champion right away. Uh, okay, I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, that's... But that, I mean, that's the truth. You, you, like, I don't it, want I, someone on the rise to do this, because I... Then maybe I there's another way to go about doing this instead of a tournament. Maybe you just have a number one contenders match and say MJF is cashing in his chip to be in the main event at Grand Slam instead in the championship match. Maybe there's a million ways that you could go about doing this, but the re recycled, rehashed for the sake of doing it with the exact same guys over again. Or Again, maybe if it's one guy that ultimately is going to be the guy that fills the role that you're talking about, Aaron, and the rest of the tournament is fresh and interesting and something different instead of having those guys compete for the third Ring of Honor championship. Like, maybe something would make it seem interesting. This isn't interesting. It's not good. It's WCW crap. I mean, look. It, it's weird. It's weird because, like, I feel like I was going to do a weird bit where, like, I actually kind of like what they're doing. Like, 
I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because my expectations were so low going to the show after what happened over the weekend. But I, I love the Hangman Page Daniel or uh, Brian Danielson match. I thought it was a really good match. Of course, that's gonna um, be a good match. <laughs> right, right. I'm looking like like in a vacuum. I think this stuff's okay. The problem is everything else. Like we know, like Aaron pointed out, where that MJF is. We're just waiting for him to win the championship. So why not just do it already? Like. What, they have a ranking system, right? I mean, this is the problem with everything, is that they set up a certain expectation, and they spit in the face of every single one of those expectations, so now we can't enjoy anything in a vacuum because it's all tied to the dumpster fire of everything else that they set up not being true. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. like You can't like, have you... rankings. Well, listen, you can't have rankings and then say you need to put eight guys in a tournament to, to, to determine I... something. Like, I, that I doesn't make agree. any sense. I agree with that, but I want to go back to what Glenn said. How is having a number one contender match next week any different than having four <laughs> matches to set up it virtually it's a not. number one contender? Hang on. There's, like, no, there's, no, 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 no. There's two ways that it's different. Um, the first way would be that you're not dragging something out that is pointless, and you're not throwing five of the it's same people. Like, it's one week of shows we're talking about here. I, I understand that, but you're allowing it to dominate with the same thing. Well, I can't come on here. One, it's not one week of shows, though. Yeah, it's, 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 it's one well, week it, for the I, first I, I round, like, and then it's another week. You had your number one contender match next week on Dynamite. Instead, you have the tournament semifinals but, next but week on Dynamite. Aaron, you're, you're purposely missing the part where I don't get to come on and say it's all of the same people. It's all of the same crap. That this it's so much worse that you're just saying, "Hey, John Moxley has lost, uh, ended up losing, but we'll throw him right back in. We'll give him another shot, and hey, we'll give Chris Jericho another shot, and we'll just keep doing the same thing that we've always done over and over and over again." Because you haven't. And, and, and by the way, if you tried to make an argument like, "Hey, this is gonna," ha I know what we did before, but at least right now. Hey, by throwing Sammy and Darby in there, it's elevating them. Not if you put them against each other Correct. in the first round. Also a problem. Like, and secondarily, it also reminds us of how badly you have failed them. The, the problem is you're exposing all of your failures. And to say, hey, but the one thing that maybe you come out of this week is they're trying to elevate Daniel Garcia. And to your guys' point, I saw nothing in Daniel Garcia some time ago. But all of a sudden this summer, I started seeing it. And instead, you chose to do that with like the 12th most important important championship in your company and you're trying to get me to pretend to care that that's a big deal and that's a big moment when maybe the guy you could have done that with and given a moment to to win the match could have been Daniel Garcia this is the type of stuff that you can't go back and rehash the fact that you have failed so significantly by choosing to elevate certain people and completely stagnating everyone that should have been the guys in AEW, that should have been why AEW was different, that should have been what the company was all about. And instead, the only ones that are involved are the ones that remind me of how badly you failed them. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting also that, you know, you have Wardlow go out there and cut that embarrassing promo. God, that when, was wretched. When, right after he does the exact thing that everyone's complaining about on the internet, which is him beating up people that don't matter every week yes. instead of being involved in something that matters. Yes. But, you know, he got his big win over Tony Nese. So I guess it's okay. He's, but he's just, on the and, and by the way, I'll to put on the list of my grievances a reminder that for the billionth time, 
Wardlow beat MJF only for MJF to be the one that ends up being elevated while Wardlow stinks. By the way, didn't just beat him. Yes. Beat the shit out of him. Correct. Killed him. And again, Wardlow's irrelevant. And that makes it, by the way, that makes it so much worse. Oh, of course it does. If they had like a crazy match or whatever and he won, like, that WWE does shit like that all the time. You just, okay, it's six months later, whatever. It's bad, but we're used to this. He killed MJF. Like, MJF didn't get a move it. Maybe he got a move it. But MJF's the... Uh, I don't know that he did. Yeah, MJF's the most important person in the company and Wardlow's irrelevant, which again doesn't mean that Wardlow should be at the top of the company because the problem was the booking. This is the... You you are the ones that are trying to pretend like the results matter. You're the people that sat here and said, I, I can't believe John Moxley didn't throw that into his cheerleading promo, that this is the place where results matter. Like, you're the ones that did that only for it to be exactly the opposite of any of that. You're WCW, period. That's all you are. Here's the same few guys that were in WWE, and we're going to continue to elevate them, and we're never going to do anything at all to elevate our homegrown people with, I guess, again, the, the exception, exception of MJF. MJF. But again, that has, that's an existence for all of one night, Aaron. Like, no, I, no, I, I, I might that. By the way, that also might be an accident. Yes. No. No. Yes! 100% yes. no, it I, might be an accident. 100%. You, you, you think this plan the whole time was for no. MJF to go away? Not the whole time, but for the past six, three months or whatever? They turned it into that. If yeah. he hadn't done mm. what he did, this wouldn't have happened. I, I I am in utter agreement with Brandon about that. Like the the idea that he, this he was made this happen. The that idea that this was plan. always going to occur. No, I mean like no, I mean not not all. I don't know what always means. But no, I, they were going to bury past- him, and he said fuck you, and then they turned it into a work. But it was not a work at the beginning. If you read all the reporting, this was not a work. They no, I know, but but the idea work. that MJF was going to be a thing sooner rather than later. It I wasn't going to be this. Well, this exact thing? No, maybe not this no. exact I mean, thing. No, I mean, like, you're trying to convince me that the guy that... for all you know, that he, they would have had him lose to Warlow again or something. Like, we don't know what they were going to do. If he was on TV and they had to... I don't trust them at all to book him for the last however many months it's been to, in, the, in the right position. With the way CM Punk was out and the Moxley's like, who knows if he would have just fought Moxley and lost? I, we don't know. I, Who knows? I have no clue. Now, again... I'm not saying I know. I, I'm just saying I, think, I don't trust them. I think they finally figured it out. I I think. I, yeah. I hope. Um, we have, again, a minimal amount of evidence that suggests that's the case, but that would be one. <laughs> like, that would give us the <laughs> evidence of one, and we have two shows' worth of evidence that presents that to be the case. And also... I, we don't we don't know how obsessed they were to make this about him and CM Punk. Well, and if that was the case, by the way, that's, then that's, that's all why blown I do, up too. That's why I do think that this has been a long term because they they are I think they are obsessed with him and CM Punk, and that's why he was going to yeah. Win but you the both just laid out last last week how that could happen without the title. Well, I, right, man. I I definitely thought it could have happened without the title. Whatever. I mean, the, again, the moral of the story being. I keep coming back to this. This is who. This is what they are. This is. It's. Right. It's embarrassing. It's. It's horrendous. They are the company that they are literally the exact opposite of what they told you they were going to be as a professional wrestling company. The exact opposite of it. And are, are we are we able to see their ranking somehow? Because I would put money that Wardlow's the number one ranked guy. 
I bet you. If, if, um, let's see here. If Hold they on. if they didn't start doctoring the rankings and they just have uh, them, they, however they, they they don't have a new one for this week. The last one's from August thirty first. And who, who's listed as number one? Um. Well, so this is going. I guess this is coming off of two weeks ago's show. So it lists champions: Moxley, Wardlow, Pack, Contender, CM Punk, Hangman Page. Oh, so he Hop. doesn't count because he has a belt. Who doesn't? Yeah, right, exactly. Champions aren't listed in contenders. That's convenient. <laughs> I mean, because you know Wardlow would be number one. That's like, look at his record. Like, if, if we're taking any of this seriously. Well, which sure, I mean, that that's why, you know, he was, yes. that, that was, Wasn't that he was, number one the whole time until he, he won yeah, the well, TNT that was, belt? That was, that was uh, you know, two, three months ago, we were like, wait a second, we have to have an interim championship, but Wardlow's the number one contender. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Right. And it's insane. Listen, whatever belts aside, like, I don't want to get into like, like, typically I don't want the secondary belt guys like, but, but like in this case where everything's a mess, he should have been in this. So if you're doing this, he should have been in this. You you, sh- you could make an argument that Miro should be involved in this. You could make an argument. Like if you're doing this to Glenn's point, there are, there are a lot of people who didn't get suspended who could be involved in this. I mean, again, the, you could have done exactly what you did at the end of the show with Daniel Garcia and had him win a match in this tournament, which actually matters, unlike winning the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, which we have no idea what that is at this point. The only reason I like that is that it fits the storyline. Uh, because it fits in with with Jericho and Brian, so you figure out a way be, to have because it. Because you're, you're talking about the, the championship that Brian Danielson made famous. Brian Danielson retired is the Wrestlers Wrestlers Championship is that. Like, that's the, that's the reason. Like, the, the title itself doesn't matter to me, but him but that's... winning a match that said he is a wrestler, it fits the storyline. But again, you were presented a problem. You have to solve the problem. Is it more important to have this, you know, weird you care about belt that nobody else cares about, but you care about it and you think it fits the storyline because of Daniel Bryan, or is it more important to do something for Daniel Garcia? Well, I I think that the character of Daniel Garcia, it it helps him more than winning one match and losing in the semifinals. I I think the moment is the only part that matters, Aaron. The moment is the only thing that matters, is that he was the guy at the end of the show. And Brian Danielson strapping up Daniel Garcia is the moment. Okay, but you could have had them interact after he won a match in the tournament. Like, you can do all of the same things. You just don't have the prop of a belt that nobody cares about. By, By the way, you have a guy that is supposed to be one of the pillars of your company that has a feud in which the guy who he's feuding with can't perform. So why isn't Jungle Boy in this? Christian's hurt. He can't even do anything. I mean, I guess you have the, the, you have the um, Luchasaurus stuff, which you yeah. can still do. But right. Like, I mean, why you, you have, you have <laughs> yeah, you, well, you have Luchasaurus cost him the match. Right. There's a, there's a like, million, yes. there's a million options. It's just all so uninspiring. It's so uninspiring. And, and and by the way, I would bet money considering so the next week's matches are what? Jericho Bryan and Moxley versus I know who it is, but I won't spoil it. Oh, do they take um, okay. So I mean it's, it's it's Moxley Danielson at uh Right. No no yeah. no, but my point is to to add to all of it, next week the whole show is gonna be three matches. It's gonna be those two Oh no, the the acclaim match. One's on York, Rampage, so, right? No, those two matches are both on the on Dynamite. Are they? Okay. The the semifinals. I, unless I read it wrong. 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of assumed they would do the, you know, because they like doing the throwing the matches on Rampage to try to make it matter. Um, I assumed it, but it might be both on Dynamite. I think it was both on Dynamite, and then there's something else on Rampage. There's like a... Is there a women's type? No. There's something on Rampage. I can't remember what it is. But th- there's some other thing on, on Rampage that's like a main match. Um, no. I, it, but again, it's this is the WWE thing. When they did that, what was that unforgivable tournament they did? <laughs> They're like, this is going to take up the whole. Oh, no, it was the Money in the Bank qualifying matches or something or something goofy. We were like, hey, it's just going to take up the whole show. Here's the whole show. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Like uh, we're, we're we're in that mode now. They yeah. just they're punting to New York. They just need to get there. Which which that alone yes. is it's a problem to begin with that you you run a pay per view and then an event like this so quickly afterwards. So you begin with hey what matters here and what matters there. It loses out on say the moment that the acclaim should have had at the pay per view is say well we want to save that for New okay. York. Like yeah o- okay I I hear you. But then, are we just saying the pay-per-views don't matter? Is that all it is? is- and and that, it goes back to what we've been talking about for years. Is like, does TV matter more than pay-per-view? Are we just at that but point But this is particularly unique with a company that because only runs four paying- pay-per-views. Right, exactly. And, and, that's and a company balance. that still sells pay-per-views. Yes, right. that's fair and, too. And the, right. Yeah, the, exactly, 100%. But like, I, you know... I, I think it's being very, you know, made very clear. Because that- don't get me wrong, I get the idea. The crowd will probably be better in New York. That it's a it's a good visual if they're able to keep the roof open. It's it's it just every everything about it looks cool. So I can understand mm-hmm. why you'd say, well, that's the better place to have the acclaimed win than well, to win. And especially the- when you're when you're talking about this kind of situation, where it's like this match is the okay, acclaimed is more than just a, a, a gimmick, more than just a, a scissor-me-ass daddy. They can really wrestle, so we, we show that here, and then we get the big reaction there. Fine booking, though. I would have called the Audible once I realized what that crowd was like. Yeah, I mean, I might have considered but, it which, which Which Audible should have been called more, that or Jamie Hayter? Uh, I mean, I, that was a that was a losing proposition to begin with. I don't know, man. Like, I I don't yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. But 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 the but the idea of holding it while again, it's just so awkward because as you said, the four pay per views, the asking us to pay for pay per view things, like the idea of we show they're legitimate here to get the big win and and also make Keith Lee and Shane uh, and Swerve a little bit more heel here right. to get the huge reaction here, like. All logical, but once I saw that, I would have I would have pressed the button. Do you, yeah. do you think that was purposeful, or do you think that they didn't realize what that was going to be? I think it was purposeful to an extent. I do, I, I, I to an extent. I, I think they, they did have an idea of, the, like, we're using this to legitimize them, but I don't... I mean, look, I didn't think that the acclaimed would get that reaction. No, do you, do you know how I knew, know that that wasn't on purpose? Because they did the, they tried to do the thing after the match where Keith Lee was gonna do the scissor me daddy thing, and the crowd was like, "No, well, fuck you." Well, no, 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 that. no, because I actually I think that was part because it was always Swerve has been heelish and Keith Lee has been faceish, so I think it was kind of going. You off. don't think they thought they were gonna get a clap? About, they were trying to. Get oh, the I, crowd I think back. yeah. Okay, if you if you want to say that that was, but I I do think that it was very intentional that Keith Lee did that. Swerve was glaring at him as he was trying to do. I think yeah, all but the crowd the crowd would not the crowd the Keith crowd Lee. completely uh, saying no to that. I don't think they realized what's going to happen now. Uh, well, of course not. They would have done it. <laughs> right. That's that's my point. Like, I think they thought, like, okay, 
let's do this after the match. It, it was like the Street Profits thing with uh with uh who we complain about that. What was the uh, RK Bro and they brought the rappers in the ring and tried oh, to do yeah. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all yeah, friends yeah, yeah, now yeah. thing. Yeah. That but, felt but, like but, that. but the idea of using this as the legitimizing moment for the acclaimed for something either at Grand Slam or Full Gear, I do think was their plan. Maybe, maybe it's possible. Let we have to cover obviously Punk and the Buck. Like we have to talk about it. And the the problem again being that I don't know what there is to say. I think the first thing that there is to say is you know th- this is this is you know you're gonna roll around with pigs. You're gonna end up getting muddy type of thing. Like if you thought that there was never gonna be a problem with CM Punk, you're insane. Like you're you're insane if you thought. That you're just going to bring CM Punk into a company and there was never going to become an issue. He he is detached from reality. Um, now, again, w- was it worth it? Was it worth whatever it did for legitimizing the company, for you know launching a secondary TV show? I I can't answer those questions, right? That's a, that's a bigger... This goes back to the original thing that we always said about AEW, that these are... Inevitably, they're going to have to make business decisions. And their choice to become WCW was always going to have to be related to business. And they can keep lying and trying to pretend like there's some wrestling alternative that they aren't. But, like, they always had to make business decisions. It happened to be that making this one business decision in their mind could play to the idea that we're the wrestling company because of who CM Punk is. But there was always going to be issues that came from this. You were never going to be able to do this and just think that your hands were going to stay clean. CM Punk is who he is. There's no, like, looking back from this. It's a, it's a tough conversation to have. CM Punk was never my favorite wrestler, but I like CM Punk. And I was happy to see him back. We were all happy to see him back. We all wanted to watch CM Punk have wrestling matches again. And we had a romantic feeling at first because we just wanted to believe that, you know, he could sort of be this guy. But there was no evidence to suggest he could. We kind of allowed our emotions to get in the way of reality and to forget that, oh, no, he's an egomaniac. Like, he, that's... He he truly is an individual that's truly detached from reality and and kind of believes his own, you know, he likes the smell of his own ass. Um, whatever happened on Sunday. The other thing I still haven't been able to figure out, I know there's been a bunch of reporting. Do we know exactly what the line was between work and shoot during the, the, the media thing? I, I think we can assume that most of it was shoot at this point. I think yes. that... that- you know, and and that's and it. it that so is I'm one really, thing I do want to talk I'm, about I'm really that. intrigued by how many Holy people, shit. how many people said that they were like warning reporters, you're not gonna want to miss this. Like I'm. So r- I actually I heard something about that. It was see, see that's it, apparently that that phrase has been changed over you know like tel- the game of telephone of. I heard this. I heard that. Okay. They said that, that basically they do that at every media scrum because okay. Tony because Con- Tony Khan is the kind of person a, that's like, hey, he's a carnival you gotta go to this. He's you a carnival that. Yeah, yeah. He's right. a carnival that's barker. basically like I, I heard somebody say like, hey, don't read too much into that because that's who he is, okay. and that's how he always like if he sees someone leaving, he's like, what? You're not going to go to the press conference? You should go, kind of thing. So I wouldn't read into that too much, um, but it, you always have to worry to wonder. Right. 
Sure. Um, I, I, like, my guess is there might be something in there, right? Like that. I, I don't think it's one hundred percent either, right? So if you're, you're saying is I think it's more shoot than work. Yes. You know, I, I'm willing to listen to that. That it ends up being more shoot than work. Whatever unfolded from there, obviously, there's no getting around this. If, if the Bucks were physically aggressive towards them, like. I, I don't know how you come back from that. I really don't. I don't know how you come back from that. The fact that the reporting is that in the locker room they don't want CM Punk back makes you think that, like, m- maybe he's more to blame. But I, I don't know what to make of any of it. Um, I think that it goes back to this is why companies didn't typically allow the wrestlers to be in charge over the years because it just it's very difficult for it to work the way that you want it to work. And two, I, I think that ultimately this needs to be the end of CM Punk. I, I, I really do. I I don't think there's any way to come back from any of this. I just, well, I think right on the face of it, if you say it's, it's you, you get to keep one side or the other. Well, on one side you have, three or four guys who can contribute a lot to the company. Right. And, and, and are the reason like the company's named after. And on the other side, you have CM Punk, who you were just fine without before. So, well, and, and you got the part that mattered from CM Punk. You got, you got that bump. That, that, that's the, rea- the reality is there's nothing left that CM Punk can give you other than he's just CM Punk, right? Like that, that just by him being there, he's a big name. You got the, first show back you got the you got all of that stuff you got the big gates at the pay-per-view correct that there's nothing now i i don't know i know we talked before about like how they could put together a stadium match and like if cm punk daniel bryan could get them a stadium show and and if you don't have cm punk are you ruining your chances of doing a stadium show like can you put something together to do a stadium show at some point if you don't have cm punk in your company I think the answer is still yes. You can try. Like, I think they would get close if they brought in like all the new Japan guys and did it, not 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 to like do what they just did, but to add to it. Like, if they just New Japan was doing things people wanted to see, they're doing things people wanted to see, and it's just one giant event, and the tickets aren't super expensive. I think you could get away with a one-off thing like that. I don't think they could do it. Well, and, it, and it, it, it depends what size stadium. Like they're not. I don't think they're getting a seventy-five thousand. Well, they, but, neither, but neither is WWE. But, but and that's what I want. Well, for, like, they are for WrestleMania though. That's that's not that's not fair. WWE does sell that many tickets for WrestleMania. Like that you're saying that because of SummerSlam, and I understand that. But well, and and WrestleMania in Dallas. No, but my point. But you can't count WrestleMania. That's my point. Like WrestleMania doesn't count. WWE for a non WrestleMania is a unicorn. Like no one's ever going to do WrestleMania again. Like that will continue, but no, that's not going to happen again. So if you're asking, can they do WrestleMania level? Never. I don't believe they ever. So, so let's, let me paint the picture. They have a stadium that they wouldn't have to rent, That like it's theirs. They, they have a stadium in Jacksonville. So that's a, that's a 70,000. I'm assuming seat stadium. Um, that again would if make you, would make sense if, for them to yeah, run. If you're but, asking me, could they get forty five thousand people in there? I think they could if yeah. they if they did it the right way without CM Punk. 
I think so. That's an interesting question. Now, yeah. I, I don't think you could do it right away. I think if you're talking, like, you start setting, you start setting up storyline, you know, you really start, you point out whatever pay-per-view you want it to be. You say, this is going to be our, you don't, you know, not our wrestle, not the exact same thing as WrestleMania, but the idea of WrestleMania is in, we're starting now to build up six, nine month storylines to culminate there. And we're going to target this as like the hottest show we can do. I think they potentially could. Maybe. And, and, I, and I would say at the low, at the low end tickets would be like 20 bucks. At the low and, end. and again, if the point is that you think they can do is they could pull off what WWE did for SummerSlam and they could get creative yes. with the cameras and they could fill half of a stadium and make it look like it's a thing. Maybe. But is that the is that the point of running a stadium show? Right. Like is the point of running a stadium show to say, hey, we can I, I, I I'm trying to come up with a reason why they would have to keep CM Punk around. And if they care desperately about filling a stadium, I don't know that they can do that without CM Punk. I also don't know if it was a priority for them. Well, I don't know if they don't go back. Well, here's, and, here's, here's, here's my question. Are, are people going to see CM Punk now? Did, did, he, yes, hurt, did he tarnish that? Nah, he did, but he's still CM Punk. I mean, like, he, you he know. Got, he, well, he's also lucky that he's injured for six to eight months. Because, well, and, and that's kind of the thing. You don't have to make that decision. Right. That's true. So by the time that he gets better, it'll, he'll be back. I, I, I would put money on him being back. Now here's here's the I really other do thing. I really do I think it's difficult like, if if the really, no you're right you're right it's not a it's not a given I specifically if the locker like, room if the locker room is unified in we don't want this dude back that's a tough thing man like now and I we have to we have to hear more to see if they're unified because apparently what? there were some people that were yeah, saying yeah and, and I think I don't think it would be unified but we're talking about most of the big right, players right right it's never going to be a hundred percent by the way I also think that we have to what does the Higher ups than Tony, you know, Discovery. Think about it because you just had a, you know, your top guy in your company trash all of the decision makers. Like, yeah, I don't think. Well, here's that's a unique situation. Let, yeah. Well, he, let, hold on. Related to your last question about the stadiums, this is what this is an important perspective too. I think because you were asking, can they sell a stadium without CM Punk? But consider the new landscape. Can they sell a stadium with him? Because if they keep him, who else is going to end up in WWE? Because there's no reason, like now, the all the, not all, but most of the reasons why people didn't want to be in WWE are mostly gone now. And the one thing that WWE has that they don't have is WrestleMania. And that's the one thing that all these people probably grew up wanting to perform on. So if you have this guy no one likes, and you've got that over there, that's not a good recipe for them building up to a stadium show. Like you almost are more likely to do it without him because you're getting rid of the thing that people don't want to be around. And you're, you're almost balancing hopefully the workplace uh, environment with the other place. That seems like a pretty good place right now. I mean, yeah, all right. Holy crap! What just happened? <laughs> he, he, he just he got so yeah, right. Well, that he dropped the mic, man. I dropped, I dropped, I dropped my, my phone. I'm sorry. Did, did, did my someone God. throw a chair at you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone just bit me. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did see. I, there was a funny sign at Dynamite where someone was holding up a sign that said "The Elite" and there the was elite a bite with a bite out of to, it. It was so yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! And, and by the way, that is something that, like, we're talking about stadium show now. 
at this point, AEW just has to get back on track. Like, they yeah. are, they they would have, like, let's assume that, like, this is going to cast a pall over, like, the excitement over AEW if they don't get back on track here. So the idea that with or without CM Punk that they could sell a stadium show will directly be influenced by what they do over the next, let's say, four months. Yeah, that's fair, right? Like if they appear to be on a good trajectory and if things get solidified somehow, then sure, maybe that makes them say it's not necessary. Or maybe at the end of the day, they just say, yeah, but we need money. Like that's the that's ultimately the way these things and, go. And, but, but by the way, if they say, oh, yeah, we need money. I don't know that fans will be uh, I dis- overly enthused I, to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, you say that. Well, I, I, but I don't. When I making a CM Punk decision in that case might not specifically be about the stadium show. Um, that might be more specifically just about CM Punk, right? Like the stadium show part of it to me is the tangible. If they cared about that, which again, I don't know if they care about that or not. It's something we heard a lot about. I believe we even heard it in connection with Toronto at one point, which was very yes, odd. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, well, that was that was the rumor for this pet. That was the rumor for All Out. Was instead they of wanted to do Chicago, their, they were going to do Toronto and do it in a stadium because that would have been their first Canadian show. Yes. Have they have they done a Canadian show yet? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I I don't pay that close of attention. Um. Oh, uh, they're they're doing. Oh, oh, it's coming up next month. Next month, okay. They're doing their first. Uh, but but, yeah, but it's not in the stadium, obviously. No, yeah. no, not in no. The but I think I think I read that it sold out very quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the so, first yeah, time so, going to a new market. That makes all the sense in the world that it would sell out, sell out quickly. Which which I, are, I, I do want to go back to the CM Punk discussion though, and I think part of part of what happened there, I think CM Punk knows he's done. I think he, you know. Wrestling his, you know, second straight match where he knew he suffered a pretty severe injury. I think part of it, and, and again, total speculation. No, fire on my your part. shots. Yeah. But it's just, it's just like, I'm done. I'm burning this place down on the way out. And that's, that would be a very CM Punk thing to do. Like, you know. I mean, because you do have to look at what he said, right? Because you could, like, it would be easy to gloss over, like, the Cliffs notes and say, oh, like this stuff with Kenny and the Bucks and all like this is some elaborate work or whatever. But the fact that he went in on this Colt Cabana stuff so many times and kept coming back to it after people asked him unrelated questions and like that was like insanity. I mean, that's like a crazy person. Well, he he was insulting Tony Khan right next to him. And by the way, we do have to talk about Tony Khan just sitting there. Uh, he, he was a deer. He was. He was a deer in the headlights. He had no idea what to do. At one point, it looked like he was agreeing with him. I, I, it did look like that. I, I just honestly, I think he had just completely checked out. He had no idea what to do, and he was just like, uh, uh. But that's uh, embarrassing, right? I, like, I, if well, you're the, look, if, it's, if you're the it's head the whole, of something, it's the whole problem with these press conferences. By the way, they're not scrums. Everyone calling it a scrum is driving me crazy. It's not a scrum. It's a press conference. If yeah, a scrum a table, is to be standing outside of the locker room. Yes, <laughs> people standing around, right? Exactly. Um, but like, we don't know. No one knows what these are supposed to be. They're sometimes kayfabe, sometimes babe. We don't know what the questions that are supposed like I got into this argument with Awesome Con Ben about one of the questions that was asked about it during, you know, when uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, someone asked Tony Khan whether or not he thought about changing the, the bookie yeah. on the fly. And ben, yeah. ben was like, Ben was like, you shouldn't ask that. I'm just like, well, if this is a press conference, that's exactly what you should ask. If this is any way out of kayfabe, which it is at times, 
That's exactly what you should ask. But we have no idea what these things are. And that needs to either end or be very, very clear exactly what this is. Because right now what this is is they, you know, Tony Khan saw New Japan doing the press conferences. But New Japan makes it very, very clear. This is kayfabe. You're playing along if you're part of this. Mm -hmm. This is a fun thing for everyone. But this is like, this is also, this is a... This is a, a result of Tony Khan just wanting to be the important guy here, yeah, and wanting to like, like it's kind, it's it's also kind of insane for him to sit there and take questions about the booking. Like, I don't know if I like that. That's that's kind of weird. I mean, I, I, I mean, like I it. In, it if it's, I like it in theory. Doing. Yeah, I like it in yeah. theory. I like it. in theory. I like the idea of hey, this is for somebody, right? Like, we're talking about it on our show. I've said this for a million years. If our show can exist, it's because somebody is interested in that. And if somebody's interested in that, and it's your content, why don't you be the ones that try to do that content? Um, It's a fine line, because again, I get it. Now you're talking about blurring, you know, the idea of kayfabe. But, like, there should be somewhere on the WWE Network for there to be a show that exists that's a little bit more inside for that type of fan because it's their content. Why shouldn't they want to own it? Um, I I kind of, I really do kind of like that idea. There's interest in it. Why not provide it? But, you I mean, you're setting yourself up. Like, you're, you're setting yourself up. It's the reason why WWE got out of the business of it. Now, I know I guess they're trying to bring it back now, but I'm presuming... I didn't watch whatever they did after, you know, the Clash of the Castle. I'm going to presume that it's far more sanitized and far more, you know, kayfabe. But once upon a time, I mean, like, I I, I remember famously, um, oh, God, Kurt Angle, uh, we did a, I've talked about the story before. Whatever the pay-per-view was in Baltimore in 06, WWE did a pay-per-view, a pre-pay-per-view press conference there on like Tuesday of that week and you know some whatever Randy Orton said something and Kurt Angle was not prepared for it and his line back was Randy Orton is a homosexual stop that's straight shoot 100 now again be fair 2006 you got to keep in mind there were a lot of things that were being said then I'm not like it sounds like right. I'm accusing something of of Kurt Angle. A lot of people were saying but, things like that in 2006. But, but the, the point was he was just so flustered. He didn't. He was not. He was off script. And Randy Orton did he use that word. Or yes, did he use I know he word? used the oh. word homosexual. I'm telling you that was oh. the line. Randy Orton <laughs> is a homosexual was the line that was said. Um, and I I remember it to this day because I also remember bringing it up with Kurt at some point down the road and Kurt saying. Yeah, that's why we stopped doing press conferences. <laughs> um, because he just got, he was left in a moment, and calling somebody gay was something that you would do at that time and played into the WWE's audience and, you know, the whole thing. So, and Randy well, by Orton. By the way, what, what, what they just did with Tony, and, or what they've been doing, and, and, like, I guess that they mostly had people on those they can trust, and obviously CM Punk is not, someone that you should be able to tr- that, that or that you should you should be able to trust but you can't trust um when he's got an agenda and to me the fail safe there is that someone else is running the press conference who's not you and so if there's no one there with any other authority it's on you to to pivot in those moments and if you just sit there 
I mean, honestly, I was I thought it was embarrassing. I thought, you know, as pissed off as people were at CM Punk, they should just be, be just as pissed off at Tony Khan. I, I, I hate I hate saying this because it sounds like what I'm asking for is an author, authoritarian. It sounds like what I'm asking for is a demagogue, a Vince McMahon type. But it does it 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 comes off very much like, dude, Tony Khan can't. He's he's too JV for this. Like he's yeah. not capable of asserting himself and saying no all he can ever do is talk about how rich he is that's all he has he has no actual uh, ability of authority and of power and of saying no stop it what what the f are you doing um which you know i i don't want demagogues i don't want people that believe that they can just kick everyone's ass. I, I literally worked for a boss once in radio that when, when he would get in, get flustered, he would threaten to fight people. I don't want that. That shouldn't be the way the power structure works within a company. But someone does have to provide an amount of authority and, and not just, oh, you know, FWWE, I've got more money than them. Like, that's all Tony Khan has is I've got more money. Which is why I've never found him to be likable, and I've, I've continued to talk about this over and over and over and over again, that I'll never understand the professional wrestling fans that were caping for Tony Khan for years. Um, because he's just there's nothing about him that comes off as being likable at all. But this comes off in a different way, Brandon, which is this dude ain't up for this. Like The, the idea right. of running a significant company and being... The singular man in charge, not the guy that gets to fantasy book, not the guy that gets to pretend like, you know, I, I, I got awarded by Dave Meltzer as if you didn't literally pay money to Dave Meltzer. And of course, he's going to give you an award like once it actually involves having to be leadership and 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 truly getting alpha type personalities on board and in line. You're, you're just not that guy. You can't do that. You just want to be a guy that plays, you know. Booker. That's that's it. That's all you are is a nerdy kid that has a bunch of money to 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 play a a game where you get to be the one that makes the decisions. But when leadership is required, it don't look great. Not great. <laughs> don't look great. All right, let's let's move over to WWE because at some point this phone is going to ring, and when that phone rings, I my time expires. It could be a very awkward end of the show today. It could very much be and like we're done. <laughs> bye, and like none of the regular stuff that you're used to, which is okay because we've gotten lazy on that too. Um, let's let's get into WWE for the week, and um, man, I, I I don't know I don't know what to say. I don't I don't know what to say. All right, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll say what kind of my thought process was in that stretch. It was I don't like it. I'm not. But as of two or three weeks ago, I had kind of been convinced they're going down this road because it didn't feel like the, they were the, the moment building up. They started mud. Yeah, moment. the moment they started. Well, you say that in the last two weeks, they really tried to dramatically change that. Well, exactly. That's the thing. That's why I said two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And then, but when it happened, I was like. Okay, if Roman Reigns is going to be there, he's not going to miss a pay-per-view. He's going to be there, if not every week, three out of four weeks. Okay, I see where we're going here. And then the sing-along happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's, let's, let's cover a couple of things. I'm really sad that they got this wrong, because if they had got this right, the sing-along might be one of the greatest moments in the history of professional oh, sure. wrestling. <laughs> 
Like, right, if, right. if they had gotten this right, I swear to God, I would be talking about that for forever. <laughs> like, yes. I would be so in love with what a stupid moment it was and celebration. Like, it would have just been the greatest thing that ever happened. Instead, it's, of course, a punchline. Now, again, thankfully, the other company imploded, and so, you know, they kind of avoided most of that. Um, I Look, here's, here's, here's the thing. I, I just want to end with it. This is one thing where if wrestling mattered week to week, this should be permanently damaging to Drew McIntyre. Correct. It um, should be. It won't be. I know it won't be. But it absolutely should be permanently damaging to Drew McIntyre as a character. Well, let me and let me go twofold to that. In in a bizarre world, I think they might believe that the all of the imagery strengthened him, and that they might be thinking about their own internal backup plans if they don't have The Rock for WrestleMania, and that maybe in their mind, what they created was the beginning of the path for Drew to beat Roman at WrestleMania. Um. I don't believe that. I mean, I, 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 I don't believe that Cody, either. I was going to say, it's yep. Cody right now. No, but, that's, but this goes back to the eternal problem. If they're not breaking up the belts, this is insanity. I mean, this is insanity what they're doing. I, well, it's, two, it's two different things. It's that, that is the overarching thing. If they're not breaking up the belts, this is, it's hard to see past that part of it, and right? that's, this is so every layer of this that we're talking about to say, well, hey, because I was on board the moment that Cody did what he did, he has to be winning the belt at WrestleMania. But as I said then, I didn't think that had to be against Roman Reigns, and I come back to they don't have a Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns story. It's not there. They can do it, right? Like depending on when, but this makes way more sense than doing that. Cody Rhodes winning a belt makes a lot of sense. He should do that. He should win the Royal Rumble. He should win a championship at WrestleMania. But why does it make sense for Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? It doesn't. I mean, I had said split the belts. Right. Probably have Roman Rock for one and have Seth Cody for the other. Well, and, and again, that part of it. Roman Rock should absolutely. It's a, this goes back to the billions of problems I, that we I, have. I'm, I'm just saying, Roman I'm Rock saying should I'm never be, should never ever 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 be a championship match. And it's the the forest of the trees thing where they think, how do we take a match and elevate it, which was their problem last year, instead of considering how many more matches can you make matter when you already have one that needs no props in order to matter, right? Like. This is an eternal WWE problem in recent years, which instead of saying, hey, we've got an entire card and we can make more of the card relevant and big and matter, they take one thing and say, how do we make it matter the most? And that's a problem. It, it does not make sense. Roman Rock absolutely in no world should be for a championship belt because it's Roman versus Rock. Like, that is the storyline. There needs to be nothing else involved. This is the problem going back to the Goldberg thing. It's the problem going back to everything. Some matches need championships. Other matches don't. That needs no championship. And in fact, it basically makes the championship a sideshow. Like, it, it's, it further denigrates what you've already done to the belts. Secondarily. But back to Drew. Yes, back to Drew. There's no path to anything because getting to splitting the belts goes back to all the cockamamie nonsense that we had been talking about for weeks leading up, which is all insanely stupid. Someone's 
beating Roman, but not really beating Roman. It's all bad. There's no way to say, hey, there's a path forward with this where Austin Theory gets one of the belts and it makes sense and it protects everybody. It cannot be done. You're forcing it. Doing it with Drew, the scenario that we played out, would have made sense. You need someone to be the conqueror. Someone has to be the conqueror. That person cannot be the rock. The rock cannot be the conqueror because he's going to be gone in two days. You can't do that. These, it, it's like someone studied professional wrestling for 50 years and then said, man, all of those things that have worked forever, how do we make sure we do none of those things? How do we make sure we do the exact opposite of all of the things that work? And this is what you come up with. You have the moment, it's all in front of you, but you get terrified. You panic and you say, yeah, but it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has got to be the champion. We've got to, that makes us look strong. It's, it's unforgivable. Yes. Here's what I thought. After, after seeing what was laid out for the taking, that they didn't take. Oh, and by the way, you've done nothing to help Karrion Cross. The, the crowd still, oh, every time oh, he comes right. out, there is no response whatsoever from the crowd. They have no idea what he is. They have no idea why they're supposed to care. They have no, the, the, every layer of this sucks. But like, my, by the way, my, my, like, I kind of laid out after, again, after the Roman, taking away the Drew part of the equation, because again, right now, I don't want to see Drew in another title match. I have no reason to want to. If he doesn't care about losing the title, about being screwed over for the title, I have no reason yeah, to care. Yeah, you're, you're overreacting to the same I'm over, You're, you're, you're way I'm overreacting to the same You're overreacting. Yeah, you're way overreacting to the same thing. And he got. If wrestling matters. He got screwed. You can't. You're trying to rewrite because you're mad about a sing along. You're overreacting to a sing along and you're pretending like other things didn't happen. You're, you're, you're Dude, this thing happened, though. I understand no that, but yeah, you're... He was looking dejected in the corner, and, and Tyson Fury came over. Correct. Like, good man. You're, you're, you know. you're trying yeah. to pretend like he didn't get screwed out of no, the, I'm not the belt. He should be angry. He should be livid. He should get a rematch. I understand, but you're going to... This is the only part that matters. The other parts don't. It's, but I Because I think it's the biggest part. It's not the biggest part. Then why, gonna... why did you agree with me that it should be permanently damaging to him? Because it should be permanently damaging that you were put into the spot and you didn't... This To Drew McIntyre, let me separate two things. You're saying specifically to his character. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying yes, the character. I'm, I'm not saying it about the character. I'm saying it's damaging to everything about the WWE and the way that they've handled Drew McIntyre. That you had it all in line and you can't recreate that. That part you can't recreate. You had the moment. The one that was easy for anyone to see from 10 miles away. Everyone on the planet could see this telegraph. This is why professional wrestling exists. This is the point of doing any of these things is you get the moment, the crowd, the person, all of it, and you don't pull the trigger. So when you say, you know, damaging, I, the idea that this means that Drew McIntyre could never be in, stop, you're, just, you're embarrassing yourself now because you're pissed off about one little thing that happened. It sucks. It's embarrassing. It's fine. The point being, this can never be replicated again. You can never, 
ever, in any circumstance, have this. Have this stage, have this crowd, have all of it. You can never do that again. It can't happen. That's the damaging part. The damaging part is that you had all of it. You had professional wrestling poetry. You had the story that you tell for years to come, and you pissed it away. Yeah, I agree with that. And then and and, and then I want to add that, like, the first thought I had after seeing them piss that away was that the only way you don't do that now is that now they know who they want to beat him. That's that's the yeah, thought I had. That's the before. Answer. No, hold on. Before, I wouldn't have had that thought. But considering who's in charge now, I do think that that's the thought. I think they know who they want to beat him now. And that's the only reason that you would piss in the face of everything that you just had on Saturday. The only reason. Because if you didn't know, you would take that moment because that's all WWE wants is those things to show videos of over and over again. And I think that they did the Tyson Fury thing at the end because they knew the crowd was going to boo everything and they didn't want the show to end that way. And so it was a sloppy way to sort of try to put something happy on the end. But that's why that they did that. And that only thing I can th- – and it's not a good reason, right? It's not, like I think that the, it's goes back to having booked themselves into this corner, having put both belts – so not even booking one belt but booking two belts into this corner – that's the problem with it all, which we've been saying every, every you know every single show since they did it, and but now they know, and I guess I take solace in knowing maybe now they know but, who's going to beat him. But, but and who? That, that at least it's Cody. Why? It's Cody. It, because it's Cody is going Cody. to become the face of the company. The, the, yes. This is the the nonsense here is is just I'm not, I'm not telling you you're wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe you are. I'm not nearly as convinced of it as you are. Like, could By the it way, be? I'm, I'm pretty convinced I'm, it's Cody. I, it, I was convinced it was Drew McIntyre. Like, the, the, they could wake up two months from now and say, yeah, we don't actually like that either. Like, the, this is, who knows That's what true. they're doing? Like, the, the, I, I feel like we're trying to make more peace well, no, of it. Okay, wait, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say two things. I think it's Cody. That I don't, I don't know that it's Cody. I just think they know whoever it is, they know who that is now. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I am I, not. I'm not half. Aaron and I think it's Cody. I'm not but, half as convinced of that. I think that they know. I think the answer always comes back to Roman Reigns. That their answer comes back to look at this guy. Everybody on the planet knows who he is. And our business practices having Roman Reigns as our champion is a good sign. That's the place where Roman Reigns is. Roman Reigns is a known commodity throughout the, the universe. If, if we always default back to Roman, that's always a good answer. It's a problem we can solve sometime. I absolutely am terrified that the answer, sure, is F ain't Cody. The answer is that they want to make sure they have a championship match against the Rock at WrestleMania. That that's all they're cared of. That, uh, that they have decided they have to have that match, and it has to be the championship match. See, I don't it, think that's why. Because you could always get the put the belt back on him. That's why I'm convinced it's about who beats Roman and not about the Rock. Because the, you could always give Roman but, the, bel- but the belt. But in back order, in order to present match. that, the Rock has to be able to go. The idea again that that match they think has to involve the Rock having the chance to do what no one else could do. That they internally want to at again I keep going back to 
They prioritize making one match matter the most versus multiple matches matter. And that this match mattering the most would be championship. No one still has overcome uh, Roman Reigns. Now we need to bring in the savior in order to do it, to save the entire company from this monster that's been running amok, that every layer of it needs to be there for them because they want to present the main event of main events, the most important and greatest main event in the history of professional wrestling. And, And by the way, that's not the worst of propositions. Like I sort of get that, right? The worst of propositions is you're assuming that means the ro- that Roman has to come out of that still the champion. Well, he better. Because the Rock's not sticking well, around. Yeah. I, I, I well, that makes say, it worse. But one of the reasons I'm starting to lean towards Cody, I'm starting to think that they don't have the Rock, and I th- I'm starting to think they are not separating yeah. the belts. That this is this is about, you know, we could have done the Drew thing here, and then we had to separate, but we want someone to be the conqueror, and, you know, because we were talking about, well, then Roman can win the belt back in a few months etc etc we want someone to be the conqueror put him down and come on man look at no no i'm not look i I, I mean i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to say this without being disparaging to cody rhodes you can't honestly say the words the conqueror and then put up an image of cody rhodes (laughs) and believe what you're saying and i and i mean that without trying to like i understand that this is professional wrestling and that daniel bryan exists like i understand there are there are I have to be fair in what I'm saying about this, but but really, like really, you're really trying to sell yourself on the idea of the story they should tell is Cody Rhodes the Conqueror? Really? No, I think it would be more like Cody Rhodes the Overcomer. I mean, that would you're not getting you're not getting Conqueror out of that. When I say when I say Conqueror, but I mean like the guy to dethrone Roman but and the, stay on top but, for a bit. But this is my point. Like I, I try to say I get, it's very difficult to say this without being disrespectful. How embarrassing is it to the rest of your company if the guy that looks like that can overcome Roman Reigns when everyone else can't? Well, I, no, I don't think it is at all because almost everyone else was cheated. Like he, he had so to beat are, everybody else fair. So what are you, so if if the real story you're telling is that that Cody Rhodes doesn't have to overcome everything else, that in the mean between now and then the bloodline falls apart, then what is it really doing yes. for Cody Rhodes? The story well, no, is more about the how the story, bloodline the fell apart. Not, but unfortunately, I I don't think the whole story is going to be. I mean, I think part of it is going to be him beating Roman Reigns, but it's going to be more about Cody overcoming everything else, like. Coming, overcoming being overlooked, overcoming being but that's, not in the main event. Roman Reigns doesn't have to be involved to tell that the story. The shadow of his dad. This, he doesn't have to be. I'm just telling if you. If he's that the if only champion, he has to. But this is no, the point. This, if if, right, if Cody Rhodes no, should win the Royal Rumble and he should win a be- the belt at belt at WrestleMania. There, no, I am not debating any of that. I'm trying to. I hate this. I really you, hate no, being in this position. Here's the question. It no, is. It is. You want to talk about damaging the idea that you will line up Drew McIntyre to try to beat and then line up Cody Rhodes and say, but that's the guy that can win? That don't work. That, it just, my God, what are, why are we doing professional wrestling if that's what we're doing? I, 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 again, it's a fine line because I understand that, that people that have been smaller or not look the same way have done things before. But all of this, you're doing all of this for it to be Cody Rhodes? Really? I think you have to consider that maybe this current regime is having to book their way out of things that someone else 
had in mind. They, they, they and, didn't have to. They had their answer. I was going to say, they, <laughs> what, they what didn't have like, to book their way out of it. going against everything the previous regime Well, we don't know. What if, they, what if the previous regime wanted Drew McIntyre? We don't know. Uh, we don't know. Well, I, but that's... Then I, why? Then why did they have to book their right, way out? Right. This of is why, why. does Cody Rhodes have because to be the to answer? Book their way, they had to book their way out of it if Drew McIntyre was the answer, and they don't believe that. But how That's does that make sense? How, I'm, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying, like, but I'm asking you that question. How does it make? Look at Drew McIntyre. Look oh, no, at Cody Rhodes. Tell me how yeah. it makes sense that Cody Rhodes would be the guy instead of Drew McIntyre. They they view him as a bigger star. How? I mean, I I think you could make the argument that he's a big. No, star. you can't because I've been to the shows. You know who you the kids are obsessed with. with. No, it, the kids are not obsessed with Cody Rhodes. They we like don't him. No, they're not. I, I, don't I know. mean, Co- Cody Rhodes is outselling, like as far as merchant yeah. stuff and things like. Because Cody he Rhodes just arrived. That you, you're trying to compare someone who just arrived to someone who's been in the company for years. You but know, again, shiny new object. P- person who just arrived is always more important than person who's been in the company for years. If they're a big star, I mean, that's like saying CM Punk just got there. He's not he's a bigger star than the whole company. I, I, like, I, I think what I'm saying is, if you're right, it's it's bad. There's no way around that. There's no way. I'm not telling you that everything that Vince McMahon did should be what the WWE does moving forward. But when you're talking about the immensity, the the enormous lengths of what it is that you have done with Roman Reigns, the insane lengths that you've gone to then turn around and give it to someone who doesn't look the part when you wouldn't let it be the person who does look the part makes no sense. We're just sort of doing it to do it at that point. Can I, I give you another level of bad? Sure. It just sort of peeked into my mind that they probably really needed Roman Reigns to be the champion in Saudi Arabia in November. I don't think Saudi Arabia cares who's the champion. I really you don't. don't? As, as long as someone... I as think long they, they care about more than we think they care I, about. I, I don't know that they do. I think they care about having big matches. I think they care about who they can put on the posters. I think they care about who's there. But I don't know that they care about who is the champion. I don't I don't know enough to know. You know what I mean? Like now to Brandon's point, maybe it's less about being the champion and more about whatever they were promised as the championship match, right? Right. Like you could, you could have done the, you know, to say you could have done a rematch, no, but no, right? But listen, you're not guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to do the champion versus Roman Reigns with Roman Reigns losing. That's not happening. So yeah. that's the problem. Is if they would have switched the belt to Drew, there's no way in hell they're going to have Drew, Roman Reigns go in there and lose another match. That's not happening. You I mean, can't do what you just did. For I mean, two but years somebody would say, somebody would say you could you could schmoz that up somehow. Like someone would say there would be a way that you could protect yourself. In that I, I, whoever, like, so I'm honestly I'm working on the assumption right now that Drew is not going to be in the title picture much longer, and he's going right into Braun Strowman. That's my I'm working under that assumption right now. I mean, so it, that's how you schmoz it up. No, no, no. He's going to go to Carry and Cross. I mean, they definitely have to finish the Carrion Cross thing for sure. I, I read, I read something that said apparently it's Carrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre in Extreme Rules because Roman's okay. not on the show, and that's the problem right there. But, Roman, if you're going <laughs> to do this, Roman Reigns cannot be missing Extreme but, Rules. But that's that's where we are. I mean, this is. But it, we already. But here's the, here's the thing. We already knew he wasn't. Then be he there. can't be champion. He cannot. Then it goes back to that. He cannot be a champion, especially not a double champion, if he's not going to be at every single goddamn pay per view. 
He's scheduled for Crown Jewel and Survivor. I don't care. He cannot miss Extreme Rules. (laughs) This is... Well, I mean... Could he miss one if he was going to be on TV regularly and he was going to be... Maybe. I don't know. But this... It goes back to everything that we've been talking about. The reason why this had to happen now. The reason why you had to do this. But... We're we're past that. I, I'm so glad that you guys have have warmed your yourself at night with the idea that you know it's because it's something else. I they started this clearly not knowing who it was going to be because if it was going to be Cody Rhodes, he wasn't in the <laughs> that company. Was a long then. Time ago. So the idea that at any point they've known who it was going to be, I'm going to give you a hard disagree. I don't think they know who it's going to be. I think they're flying by the seat of their pants, and I think they're making decisions that ultimately are just, well, at the end of the day, Roman Reigns is our champion, and we think that's good for business. That's that's every layer of what I think has happened. I think they have gotten out of the, hey, what's good professional wrestling versus what do we think is good for business, and in presenting and pitching mega sponsors that know nothing about professional wrestling, when they sit down with the folks at Coca-Cola, they think it's better for them to say that Roman Reigns is the champion. That's what I think the answer is. Although Roman Reigns, I mean, to be fair, isn't in any of those commercials they do. It's everybody else. But it's not about getting him to do the commercials. It's about getting people who don't know anything about professional wrestling to spend money on your brand. It's about saying, you see this guy? He's our champion. Oh, I know him. I care. I'm in. Versus going in front of him and saying, you see this guy? He's our champion. Who's that? I, 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 the level of business that they're doing and the people that they have to talk to and put things in front of, I, I think we're going to see a lot. By the way, I think ultimately it's just as likely that the answer is going to be Brock Lesnar as is anything else. It's just as likely <laughs> oh my God. that they're going to get back to WrestleMania next year. They don't have the rock and they just say, well, Brock Lesnar again, that just being honest, like I, I just, what are we doing here? It's clearly not about professional wrestling because they had it. It was all right there in front of them. The best they could have ever has, uh, asked for. Has, yeah. Has has Brock Lesnar ever fought Braun Strowman? In multi man matches, I be, I don't believe one on one, but in multi man matches, I mean, that that's something they should want to do. Yeah, of course they should want to sure. do that. Obviously, but so keep, there's lots of things you can do to keep. But they Brock might do that at Saudi Arabia, <laughs> like. Well, yeah, true. I mean, we just might get to a point where they sit down in December and they say. Well, we can do this thing with Cody Rhodes. We can do, and they just all of a sudden say, "Nah, we're gonna make it Brock Lesnar," and that's Could it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yes, I can imagine. Well, no, I mean, just, I just, just the, I, under, the I know what you're saying. I know what of you're saying, we, but of yeah. course I can imagine because this is eternally how things work. I don't have anything else to say about it. I'm, I'm, tap, uh, I'm exhausted. I, I, I actually do because putting aside that. Fall could be lining up in a really fun way where you start, you kind of make your key moment, and it would make Survivor Series important, where your key moment is Team Roman versus Team Kevin with Sammy being the pivot point in all of that, and you just build out your entire fall from there. You lead up to that, you go out of that with the whole Kevin, Sammy, Roman thing, and it could make for an absolutely delightful fall. Well, ignoring the fact that, you know, the title picture isn't really changing at all. Uh, they're going to do Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, Aaron, <laughs> because it's the one time. No, you can do Team you can do Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. It's and the team one Kevin. time. I understand. Oh! You know, 
<laughs> I mean, we know how bloated these rosters are. They have too many people to put on a show, so you can do two, right? Jeez. Aaron, Jeez. don't step on the moment. Yeah, right. Seriously, oh, I was getting it in before jerk. the moment. No, Come you on. weren't. You did step right in on it. No, I... <laughs> You did. You did. I, I mean, did, you did do that. You also you also stole internet content today. You want to you want to address that? You also want to address I got, that? I got it sent to me by Sam Angel. Yeah. Well, you, but you, you did but you didn't credit him, which he sent it to me, and I tagged him in the photo because that's what you do in those circumstances. Okay, fair enough. That's fair the enough. way it works. You're right. You're right. I'm aware because I did it, and I tagged him in the photo because it wasn't mine. Didn't know you were barstool sports over there. <laughs> had no idea that you would become that. <laughs> by the way, by the way, if 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 you're doing Survivor Series, it's SmackDown versus Raw. What team is Roman and the Usos yeah, on? Great question. Um, that's the problem. Great question. Both they're on both teams. Ay 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 Um. All right. What else do we want to talk about from WWE? Because I again, I'm I'm at the mercy of whenever this phone rings. Um. Hold on, got, got to actually think about what happened. I know, right? I know. I mean, that's the thing is, that, like, this also, by the way, came off, as, and I feel bad saying this, but I realized after it was over that Clash at the Castle was just Saudi Arabia. It was... Yes. Oh, oh, I want to talk about that, too. Make, yeah. it, make yes. it seem like it's a thing, but it ain't actually a thing. Like, nope. you know, it's... And I'm, I'm disappointed by that because I, I can understand why you do it for Saudi Arabia. It's a Friday afternoon. And I get it that like it was an inopportune time to run a show against college football, but still, it's at least on the weekend. Um, it, I don't know how you sell that to the people over there. Like something has to happen, something has to matter, or what are you doing to just do a house show in front of sixty thousand people? Is I know you're saying, well, you know, there was a Roman Reigns match. We don't get many of those. Like, okay, I mean, I I guess, but. It, it, in Saudi Arabia. It it was yeah. It was it was just a Saudi Arabia show. I mean nothing. Solo, it was good. It was a good show. It was fine. You know what I mean? Like I it mean, was, you, well, but you. I mean, Brandon, you thought the Saudi the false Saudi Arabia show was one of the best shows of the year last year. So because it was because exactly, it was. Uh, but that but that's what we're saying. Like it can be good without being yeah. relevant. Yeah, just nothing happens. Like we did it. It it was a thing, and like. I, I think because I was keeping so much hope for Drew McIntyre, I was choosing to ignore how lackluster it was. Um, I can't you believe... You the Dom turn? I mean, yeah, you got the Dom turn. That's the closest thing you have to something. You have the Dom turn and you have Solo Sokoa. That's what you got, right? Like, you, those are the only... Imperium? I mean, I don't really know what that is, if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't know if that's them signifying that that's what they're going to be moving forward or not or if that I, was I saw that that, that I, I I I think they are okay they, they moved him to the Smackdown okay. roster I, I didn't see that but I, I didn't kind of... I didn't see that either in the moment it came off more just the way that they presented it and they did a poor job of presenting it because it came off more just hey we know we needed somebody else to match up with the numbers game so to to say that it's a thing that happened I guess but they should have done a better job on the announce table of making it clear that it was happening because what they really did was just make it clear that like they needed another person because they were at a numbers disadvantage. And they should have given them back to Vora because it would have been the biggest pop of the night. The song. Oh yeah. They definitely should have done that. I mean, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. It was, it was fine. I, 
I watched too much wrestling this week. It was just way too much. Like I said, everything, everything, uh, everything all the time. I watched too much wrestling this week, and very little of it stood out, right? There were a couple of matches that obviously stood out. The, the, the camera shot of Dexter Loomis. The camera shot of Dexter Loomis was, was, awesome. was, was wonderful. I mean, it was really wonderful. Um, I know people can keep praising what they're doing with the, the secondary titles to make them feel big. No, you're, you're <laughs> not getting me on this. You're not get, it, it's not, it, I, it is too obvious what's going on for me to give them any credit for that. But yes, that camera shot was, you know, chef's kiss. It was, it was, they, they get the credit whenever the both belts are back and it's still, they're still doing correct. That. Then they get a hundred percent would give them credit for that. But that camera shot chef's kiss. Uh, to to Brandon's point a week ago, definitely still comes off very. The subtext does still come off very rapey. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's you need to get that clarified. Like, yeah. especially stroking his hair at the yep. end of it. Subtext like, definitely comes off them. very rapey. <laughs> like, like, cannot ignore that, and particularly with Dexter Loomis supposedly being the face in all of this. <laughs> and that that was what I was gonna say. Is like. How far can we go with this Dexter Loomis thing? Uh, as far as they want to go, he's genius. I don't care. Yeah, just okay, keep I'll take it. Genius, yeah. but, like, but that's the point. I like he's so good at it that I actually think you can keep going for a long time. Like he's just so good at this that I think you can get away with a lot of things in the process. But yes, at some point they should probably clean up that it is not a rape story. Like they probably should clean that up at some point. Um uh, the 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 worlds collide matches were excellent, right? Like again, and, uh, it, it and, was uh, was Carmel spectacular. Star. Again, star, star. nothing really happened. Like again, we have to kind of acknowledge these were house shows. Like the yeah. you, you, the shame is at some point you should look and say, hey, maybe this wasn't our plan, but if we're gonna do a show, we need to make there be a real moment here, um, and figure out what that moment would be. I have no problem with there being good matches. And again, the, the Rick, there is no question. Ricochet, Carmelo, one of the best matches I've seen. It was a banger. I mean, it was just spectacular. But, yeah. but you know, it was a spectacular match. Now what? You know what I mean? Like, right. now, now what? I guess Ricochet is hanging out for a little while. It feels like it. And Which, they, they had him beat Trick, and uh, Carmelo was on commentary. So... If we get it again, I won't be mad. Um, if we get uh, Creed Brothers and and uh, and Pretty Deadly, well, I won't. Don't, again, we, we, we know we're we know we know we're getting that right because yeah, yeah that's happening that. next I'm week. Happy about that. I like this. I, I did like the swerve with the Diamond Mine stuff, but you got to explain to me why Roderick Strong was such a dick. <laughs> like yes, yes, like that felt like. I mean, they tried to kind of. Like, oh, like, this guy was the puppet master. But, like, not really. Roderick Strong was just an a-hole. Yep. 100%. And this, is, this feels like a retcon situation. But let's let's see where it goes. But I, I, I did like that I didn't see that coming. I'm, I'm bummed that they're celebrating a year of 2.0 instead of burying 2.0. Well, maybe that's it what was... it is, by the way. What, what if that's what it is? I... It, it was weird because for the first part of when worlds collide, it seemed like they were, they weren't referencing two point right. It was NXT, and right. so for a second I was like, oh, they're yeah, just they're just subtly talking. doing it exactly right, which is and what then, I wanted like, them to do. The second half of the show, it was like two point oh, two point oh, two point oh, and then mm-hmm. the celebration of one year of two point oh, and vote on all your favorite two point oh things, and remember that two point oh is different than the other thing that was here before. Which like, stop, stop. 
stop. You have and it, and it and it comes at a good time. You have this sort of influx of new faces from NXT UK. Just abandon it and be NXT. If you want to keep the stupid colors, I still think that's a bad idea because the room is too bright and it shows you exactly how small it is. And I thought that's particularly awkward in pay-per-views. Like particularly awkward that you can see how few people are there for what's supposed to be a huge event. I, I and and it makes the belts look the colors on the belts. I haven't I hadn't thought about that. Um I believe you. I just have hadn't. you no, have you noticed the colors on the belts? No, I haven't. Not really, honestly. Yeah, yeah I have. Look it up. The colors are on the belts. I mean, I I okay. All right. I, I think that looks dumb. I, I mean, like, we don't need the colors on the belts. It looks like a toy. I just, I would, I, if you want to have the colors involved somehow, fine. I, you just need to make the room darker. You you gotta, you can't keep showing how few people are there. It's a bad, it was, I told, some moment one, it was a bad look. They knew it was a bad look, because remember, they put fake silhouettes of people on the screens to try yeah. to make it seem like there were more people there, but they still haven't solved the problem. Like, every time they do one of these events, it's very clear how few people are there. And worlds, these events are supposed to feel big. They're supposed to feel, and they just look like a normal NXT, and a normal NXT looks very small. So they got to do something about that. They got to change... They, I don't think that the Performance Center holds that many fewer people than the Full Sail room did. I think they're probably about the same, right? Like, but uh, yeah, Full I Sail looked better. I, I was going to say, I, I don't know if it's about to say. I think there are probably considerably more, depending on what your definition of considerably is. But yes, it doesn't look like it. Uh, you think you think of the Performance Center? They're considerably more. The the Capital Wrestling Center or whatever, yeah. Right, that's the Performance yeah. Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. You think there are considerably more people there than there were at Full Sail? I don't, I don't know. I think, I think no, it's Full, full Sail looked bigger somehow. Right, because I, because I they, they kept, made Full Sail look bigger because it was black because right. you couldn't see how many people were or weren't there, so you just heard a crowd and they it sounded big. God, mm, it's such a small thing, but like, and I, when I keep going back to like failures, it's a huge failure to keep announcing how few people are attending your wrestling show. You don't need to do that, um, and particularly for these big events. I mean, I would encourage you to do the bigger events at a bigger hall. Go, go to the you know, University of Central Florida or whatever. Find a 5,000-seat building to run these bigger events in. And I know that like that involves expenses or whatever, and they don't want to do that, but... I just couldn't help but feel like that those matches deserved a bigger audience, deserved a, a more of a feel of a moment occurring than being in that room and us seeing how few people were there to watch it. Like that, I, it really struck me in that moment. I, I also think just on a, a you know, you you add the 2.0 on to differentiate. This is a new NXT. Well, now it is NXT. Like we're as you, we're a year in right now. It, it, this is NXT. There is no such thing as NXT otherwise. You don't, you know, Braun Breaker is not the NXT 2.0 champion. He's the NXT champion. Just make it NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Been, been there. Been there. Not not that it was a big surprise, but Sheamus and Gunther was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it was great. Well, and that's what I said. Shocker. <laughs> but, but, and, and that's my point. <laughs> the only thing that stood out to me about, one, besides the fact they got this so poorly wrong, um, was the matches were mostly good. Like they were mostly good matches, and some that, to your point, were outstanding. D no doubt, that was outstanding between Sheamus and Gunther. Um, Carmelo and Ricochet was just 
chef's kiss gorgeous. I don't know why, but I and the and the acclaimed um you know yeah, yes. swerve and yeah, was 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 wonderful. Um and I, I feel like there might have been one other one that I thought was really good and I can't remember which one the it trios was. Match on AEW. Yeah, which with the one at the pay-per-view or the one on Dynamite. Well, both were pretty good. I was going to say both were good. <laughs> The pay-per-view one was really good, though. I thought both were pretty good. I thought both, they were both I, pretty good. I thought I didn't think they were quite as good as some of those other matches that we listed. But yeah, I do. I do think they yeah. were good. But there was a, I, the reason I think I, I would say the one on the pay-per-view was better, just because you got the good John Silver moments in there. You got, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like you mm-hmm. got the hangman like, story involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I thought that was a pretty good match. I mean, I think it's all tainted by those guys not being around, but I, I thought that was a really good match. There was something else. Um. The, I mean, we didn't even get to talk about that just because of all the drama with everything else. But, um, like the Jericho Brian Danielson thing, I thought was a fart noise. I mean, the match was good, but the ending was kind of a. Yeah. I'm just gonna kick him in the crotch. I, I don't know. It just felt. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how you get the result that we all assumed was gonna happen. But I, I, I thought it was kind of a disappointing ending. Um. I feel like there was another match on All Out that was really good. I actually wanted to say, but, hey, while, while you're thinking about that, there's one thing I, I want to actually... Well, and this has got to be the last thought. because yeah, yeah, it's a very last thing. They have turned the A-Town Down theme, the, that noise, into one of the ultimate reaction, crowd reactions. Just like a... Yes. And, like like yeah. just a... And it's not a booze. It's not a... It, it's a... It's a oh, oh, God, they're God. ruining this. <laughs> And well, it's, no, me, and it's great. It's wonderful. I I hear you, but let me also throw a wrench in all your plans about how you're confident you know what the answer is. Um, Austin Theory is losing so much right now that he's obviously about to be a champion. Well, that's yeah. like yeah. like let's be let's be realistic. This is exactly the the roadmap uh, for what happens. Uh, all but right. I, I just I just love the like the audible groan. Yeah, I hear like, you. We, we haven't hear gotten you. that. Right. All right. I I, I got to wrap up. We got to wrap this thing up. Um, Aaron, get your plugs in. Uh, check out Vison Vison dot com Vison dot com slash subscribe to get all of our uh, pro subscriber stuff and follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Brandon. Uh, we will be at, oh we announced the show with Almost Queen on December second. Uh, tickets are on sale now. It's really ins- She just died today, Brandon. That's very I know, insensitive. I'm sorry. Jesus I'm sorry. And we will have um, a lot more announcements next week. Follow us at Ribs Live on Twitter, at Ribs Live on Instagram, RibsHeadLive.com for all tickets. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Of course, at AJ Francis410 is how you follow him on all social. Hopefully, well, let's just let's just catch up at some point in the next couple. Because he can't really do picks anymore, so let's just have a, a catch-up session with AJ in the next couple of weeks. Uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out? God save almost queen.